G-Spot! K-Man! There you go, mate. Oh, fantastic. How are you? Welcome to the team. We have the G here, the owner of Olympia. And today we're going to talk about some great systems that G's actually put into place. Because mm. every time we get together, we always share ideas of how things how to make things more efficient and effective. Always. Most importantly for your members. Absolutely. So how can we put together, the question is how do you put together the perfect, effective, efficient, and every other E word I can find, enjoyable, exciting, <laughs> enthusiastic gym floor. Yes. So it's uh, productive and wow your customers. And we've had this chat over the f last few months. Yeah, we have. And geez, uh, put in some great, uh, ideas into his gym floor. Yeah, I'd love to share. Um, mm. Oh, I think it would have been my, probably about my last trip to New Zealand, so probably a month ago, mm. where K-Man and I had a really good chat about um, uh, how to, like K-Man said, create a great system. Um, or, you know, the example K-Man used was really your system for your product is the glue that makes the business what the business is. Holds everything together. Well, exactly, and we were really excited. We're, you know, a couple of months into our um, new business at Olympia, our new site, which is um, you know grown from being a smaller studio. For those who don't know, that's Olympia um, Transformation yeah, Sanctuary. Yeah, Olympia Body Transformation Sanctuary. So previously we were a smaller studio in Brisbane. If in, you want to go and pop in, that's and right. Just to make sure we're not just how pooing. <laughs> that's it. You're going to actually see the system in place. Yeah, we'd love to see mm -hmm. you. Um, so yeah, it was a smaller studio, and in recent times, over the last couple of months, we've expanded to be bigger premises so you know we've gone from effectively 160 square meters to 340 square meters so with new territory it creates new found systems mm. and look I'll start with what the, um, the the challenge that Cleo and I felt who's the other owner of Olympia Body Transformation Sanctuary my beautiful partner the, the challenge that we felt within the couple of months of opening a new business was there was something missing you know, it was this beautiful exterior of a place, but the there was a, there was a core part of it missing. And I'm you just, sort of had the the body of a car, but not the engine. That's right. And it exactly. wasn't running, so it looked very nice, but under the bonnet, nothing was happening. And I'll, I'll tell you how we figured that out. Must be one of those new hybrid cars. You can't hear the engine. Yeah, exactly. There was no engine. That's right. And mm. I'll tell you how we figured that out. We had new people that loved the idea of coming and and joining a club, but what they weren't doing after they joined was coming. They weren't coming. <laughs> so there's nothing to come for. And and that was the the biggest thing that we wanted to do. That was very different to um, what was happening. Well, I guess in the marketplace, uh, particularly in this day and age, uh, you have a lot of um, the 24-hour facilities That's and a lot right. of health clubs. Some will promise the world and deliver nothing. Yep. So you come in, we we'll look after you, join your membership, you pay you, and you go in there and basically. It's up to you. Exactly. You have to design your own program, no one's there to help you, no one writes your programs, no one motivates you, no one even talks to you. That's right. Then you have the other uh, facilities where they don't promise anything. They say you come here, you, you pay your, you know, your one cent a day or whatever it might be. You have use of the facilities, but you don't get any service. That's right. Which is probably more true for you than the other ones who say you get service, you don't get it. True. So ultimately, you, you're basically just paying for the use of the facilities, and everything else is up to you. That's right. So you got the show, but nothing. And without the engine, we were heading down that track. You were just going to be, you wanted to build something different uh, based on your values of actually helping people, but really all you were doing is building a facility for them to help themselves. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's beautiful. Beautiful facilities for people who didn't come uh, to. What, what's a beautiful Ferrari without the engine? Well, as Enzo <laughs> Ferrari uh, beautifully says, 
uh, you're you're paying for the uh, the Ferrari, you're paying for the engine, yeah, uh, you're paying for the gearbox, yeah, and everything else is for free, yeah. Now he had the opposite, you know, it was all about the engine and the product and the quality and the speed, and you know the early ones didn't even have a radio. <laughs> Yeah, what do you want to see? What do you want to have a radio for? The engine sound is yeah, a radio. Exactly. And if you want to uh, change the the uh, station on the radio, you change the gear. Oh, and if you want it. to change the volume, you push the accelerator. So true. The, the, now the perfect Ferrari is a beautiful luxury Ferrari that has all the bells and whistles, and there is actually something of quality under, under the engine. Which I feel that's where we've moved with Olympia now. Well, a lot of gyms these days will have the facilities, but you know they have the facilities but no engine. And the engine is really is what you want is to get you from A to B. The facilities to make it comfortable for Definitely. the journey from A to B. So you were heading down that path, and I I recognised that by a few visits. Yeah, and um, that's right. So initially we recognised um, that not nearly as many people were coming as what we wanted to come. Mm. And then when I had the discussion with K-Man and Rowie and said, you know, why do you think that is? Um, we, we came to the conclusion that pe people don't, or K-Man was, you know, helped me come to the conclusion where if people don't feel confident on what they're going to do or they don't know or have something planned, like a program for example, mm. on um, how to do it and what to do, then they just won't do it. So K-Man told me a great story about um, one of his first uh, experiences working in a club on the Gold Coast called Lifestyle. It was a, uh, and it, the funny thing is I didn't realise how good it was uh, and how far ahead of the times it was. Mm. Uh, and even today it's, it's, it's far. And I was sh sharing with G um, the system which um, we put together there uh, back in 1902. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it was looking the, good. Yeah, it was. It was actually in the late 80s. Um, great music, music era in the great 80s. So first of all, we had great music. Yeah. So I'll just share a little bit, and then uh, I'll share what we did then, and how G's taken those concepts and actually taken them to another level. Yeah. Not necessarily a high level, or low level, just a different level, mm. and customise it to to his facilities. And I was saying the the, the beautiful thing about the the club at, at last time we had some great team players there, and I was only a young buck learning, is that it, the end result we got the club was was the club was probably about. Uh, not including the little aerobic room, not much bigger than here, it was probably about 400 square meters. Yep. So it's not a big club. Uh, however, that club uh, ended up building up to 1,500 members, which is far too many for the size. Um, and when I first got there, it had around 500, so we actually built it uh, to 1,500. And it got to the stage where it was so big and it was so crowded that we had to uh, put a stop on the membership. So now we had a waiting, list. a waiting list. We actually put a waiting list on, on there and there was uh, several hundred people on the waiting list. So someone would come in and say, can I join? I says, no, well, the best we can do is push on the waiting list. And I say, how long would it take before we, I can get a membership? He says, at least six months before oh, wow. it pops off. Because uh, when people join, they, they, they stayed for a variety of reasons. Not only that, back then there was no automatic payment debits. You know, you don't pay week to week, it's an upfront yeah. payment. Uh, and it was $365, which is about double any other um, competitor. So it was double the price and we had uh, we chockers like a sardine can and and at that particular time I didn't really take much note of it because I was just young and the only thing I was really uh, interested in was myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but, yeah. And obviously the clients. But if I look at how that happened is, is basically the culture uh, that we, we developed and you you've, you developed the culture, you developed the look. Yeah. Of, of the club. If you go to Olympia, it is the most beautiful club I've ever been to in the 33 years of my career. 
Uh, he just go and see Elizabeth Street in Brisbane. Yep. He, he built this beautiful looking body of a Ferrari. But Absolutely. There was nothing. And, and lifestyle was similar to that. And um, also, it was beautiful and the intent was there. The intent was there. He the, just didn't know how to... The, the system wasn't there. The system. So Lasso was very similar to that. It hadn't had the same look, but it had that very clean look. Yeah. It, it it didn't look like a big bodybuilding gym. Yeah. Uh, for example, we we knew how our market was. We had basically three markets, I suppose. You had the morning, the early morning people. So you had the very early morning people, which were, uh, you know, the the mums. Yeah. Um. So you had the the mums. We uh, were coming for there around nine, around eight thirty through to about ten to eleven o'clock. So straight away in that in that time period, we played music that appealed to them. Mm. So the music was very, you know, 80s style. Yeah. You know, and so we looked at the music that played for that demographic. Then you had uh, uh, earlier than that, or just after that, you had some of the retirees. They'd hang around the retirees, the elderly. So you played. So what time was that? Well, you had the very early people get up early, the retirees, yeah. they'd come in between six through to seven. Okay. And then you'd have the ones who come in around mid-morning and they'd hang around to lunch and they'd go and do lunch, right? Yeah, cool. So you had that. So you had to play music, which was probably now 60s, you know, 70s. Some Frankie Valley. Yeah, and... yeah, exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> um, then in the middle of the day, you had, uh, it was quite, a, but we had a lot of um, shift workers. Being on the Gold Coast, shift workers would come in. And uh, you know they didn't want to be too upbeat because they had long shifts. Yeah. And then you had the afternoon crew, which was more the young crowd. So the the music we play for the young crowd is more you know nightclubby type yeah. music. But you never played that in the morning because no. that was the, the morning people. Sounds similar to us, really. So we found that uh, if it's important they had different music for different different groups. Yeah. Now if we, if I go go through the system and, and again at, at, at that time I thought that was just normal. Every person who joined. Uh, no matter what, it was compulsory that you had a, what we, we called a fitness test back then. Yeah. Now we do what's called a health check. Yeah. So not one person was a member without sitting down with me because I was the exercise physiologist yeah. that came up with a, a, Impressive. Big, a big wonky, <laughs> wonky title for myself. So you had to sit down with me and I did a fitness test. So I, I did all the, the silly things that we, we don't longer do. But yeah, it had an opportunity, everyone sat and I, I wrote the program. Now every program was designed by me, probably because I was the most qualified in the gym and yeah. that was my title uh, and the, on the cards would have you know the exercise and what to do had name any health concerns what their goal was and I used to write on the top there was two cards there was a blue card and a pink card blue yeah. for men pink for women yeah and I had to write their name in big letters on the top the reason why I always write it with a felt pen big felt pen with their name on the top and the reason for that is that if I'm uh, I'm on the gym floor with you and you're doing a workout, I can come up, I don't know what your name is, but I can have a quick squint at your card uh -huh. and your first name is in big letters and I go, oh, Dane, how you going? So that way I could always find out what their name is, big felt mm. pen letters. And same with the ladies, big felt pen. Yeah. Uh, so everyone got a, a, a test of, to check with me, then I'd pass them on to a gym instructor and I'd do, do it sometimes and that person would get two what we call gym starts. Yeah. So that would be the, the instructor would take them through the gym, show them all the exercises, reconfirm, book them in for the next session. It'll be, it was a booking system. Yeah. You'd booked in. And I'm not saying that you do that now, but you can get some ideas. And this is what G, G launched from. For sure. Booked in for the second gym start. And then on, on it, there'll be a date of when your next evaluation would be. So it was normally about six weeks after. Yeah. Booking for next evaluation. It was written on your card. And I'll explain why this is the case. So you had all the exercise reps and that, and had a little box down the bottom. So they'll be given, and then at the end they'll say, are you ready, do you know how to do this, can you do it by yourself? Yeah. Right, we're always here to help you, and off they go. So 
No one did, uh, no one could train without their card. Yeah. So I could be on the gym floor and I looked through and every, every member had a card. If they didn't have a card, we'd go up and say, hey, how you going, how's training, da da da. Build rapport, find out, we confirm. Hey, where's your card? Oh, I forgot it. Okay, we'll go and get it. Because yeah. you had to use the card. And no one, no one could do their own program. They all had to do my program. Now, yeah. if they were already experienced, uh, and they said, look, I've got my own program. They said, fine, you still have to do the fitness test with, with K-Man. Yeah. And he, what will he will do, he will approve your program. program. Because one thing that no one's allowed to do, no one's allowed to do any dangerous, silly, stupid exercises on the gym floor, Same which is the us. gyms these days are full of them. Going to any commercial gym, there's people doing all crazy shit, right? Definitely. So if you wanted to do the crazy stuff, you weren't allowed to join. Yeah. You weren't, we were not allowed to do any dangerous programming in, in this gym. Now, we could do that, and we, we did that before we were full. And that, that's build the culture. And if you want to come in and do your own thing, tough. Yeah. Go, go somewhere else, because that's not the type of person well, we want. Well, you have a waiting list. Waiting list, okay. <laughs> so we wanted a safe environment where we cared for. And if someone didn't really uh, take to that, then obviously they're a know-it-all. And we don't need a know-it-all in yeah. the gym, because then they were, all, all, all they would do is conflict with the gym instructors Definitely. anyway. We, we controlled the market also by a dumbbell rack. We had, the dumbbells only went up to 20 kilograms and there were some adjustable dumbbells, which is a big hassle. So who doesn't come to a gym with, with, with dumbbells only up to 20 kilograms? Bodybuilders. Bodybuilders. Now, nothing wrong with bodybuilders. You know, some of them are nice people, some of them are not, like every, every human in the body, so, you know, in, in the earth, some are not, some are not. But we didn't want bodybuilding culture. So bodybuilders would never come here. Yeah, pro probably um, similar to us, like we have a uh, bodybuilding element to the business, mm. but even those people are massively open to learning. Yeah, and you pre-qualify that. That's right. And we we pre-qualify them because if, if they don't want to sit down with me to discuss their program, then obviously they're not welcome here because they already know it all. They exactly. say, go, go, go to the gym and do their own thing. But here, we everyone's a family. So that that was the, the, the everyone had a program. So when someone would do their program, uh, when they finished their program for the day, the, or their training session, they'd have to use a compulsion board to a gym instructor. And the gym instructor would say, and there'd be a place down the bottom for the gym instructor to sign off. So, oh, gee, how did your training go today? So, what it made sure that there was some connection between. Absolutely. Them. Everyone had a connection with the instructor. Even if, you know, uh, I didn't speak to anyone on the gym floor, they all had to come to me and speak to me. Yeah. Now, the goal was that everyone had to be spoken to at least once. So, we, we call it the two minute magic minute system where you go around and work the gym floor. But even if you didn't get to get everyone, that person would eventually come to you and say, can you sign me off? And I say, oh, okay, certainly, yeah, how's training today? So that built a bit of rapport, connection, human connection. Absolutely. Then I look at the program, oh, your bench press went up today. And, oh, yeah. and then I'd look up here and say, you know, if there's an injury or has the knee going. So mm -hmm. it triggered all these triggers. Oh, has the knee going because it's on the card. That's all we've been attending, okay? Oh, fantastic. Oh, how about you try this now and I'll make some suggestions. I might say, hey, you're due for a re-evaluation with K-Man. Yeah. Because the date's there. And I also, as myself as a uh, uh, the physiologist, I had a little bar diary. So if I did the fitness test with you, uh, in six weeks' time, I had to do a evaluation. So I'd go in my diary in six weeks' time, put in there, contact G. Isn't that cool? Contact G, he's due for. So I knew when everyone was due with my consultation book. Who, who was booked in and who needed to be rebooked in. Then they, they would give me that, I'd sign it off, and then I'd put it into a tray and we'll file, file that tray back into the filing cabinet. Now, worst case scenario, if I wasn't there or something, I had to be called out for an emergency or a chore, whatever it might be, 
and I didn't get the sign off, all the members had to put their card in the tray. Wow. So then when I filed that tray back away, I'd go through the cards and say, oh, I didn't get to sign off Bob today. Oh, okay, see how Bob's going? And I put a little remarks. The next time Bob comes in, I go, hey, Bob, great, great session last, last, last thing. I know your bench press went up by five kilos. Yeah. So when Bob would come back, he would come back to the filing. There's a male and a girl filing cabinet. Yep. Come back, open up the tray. Bob would get his card. Off he goes. And we start his workout to his his style of music, yeah, and with that human kind. So that was the the foundation of, uh, I guess, uh, what we did back in nineteen oh eight, and and it certainly worked. And um, uh, high customer service, high hiring re retention, yeah, uh, high price, high value of the right people. So I was chatting with G, and uh, you can see these little light bulbs go off. And go. How can I use that into what I'm building? And he hasn't done exactly what we did because you know you, you take a great idea and you massage it into. For sure. And so, so based on that model, G, what the, the timing of our chat was perfect because we were um, just about to sign off on an app. Mm, that's right. Yes, you're going to do an app. So tell us and about the app. Well, well, I mean, the best thing about the app was it took the IT people so long to. Get it sorted. Yeah. So what it meant is we didn't end up using it. Never really <laughs> it, so so um, what what the app was? It tracked the um, results of the pro of the clients. They punched in their um, sets and reps and progressions to their phone or their tablet. Although when K-Man was talking to me about this program card, the first thing that came to my mind is, do I want a whole club floor or gym floor full of people on their phones? Yeah, exactly. Typing in their sets and reps. Well, no, because that takes away from our culture, which is a family feel, and yeah. people talk to each other and they introduce themselves. So that was one thing that went off. Another thing that went off is if we're prescribing all the programs, people can't do stupid exercises. Mm. So I'd already spent quite a few, um, quite a few hours going and explaining alternatives to, to different exercises. Well, we, we had a good good chat about that. About you know, I said to G, I said, "What are you building?" Yeah, and. You know, when Enzo Ferrari built the, the Ferrari, he built something that he was very proud of. Absolutely. No, he, he didn't build an engine to satisfy um, the rednecks or the truck drivers. He built an engine that, that was a reflection of his own values yep. and, and his own vision. And so, unfortunately, a lot of gyms, what they do is that they actually become slaves to the marketplace. Yeah. And what they do is they build a business that try to satisfy everyone and they put up with it, everything. Yeah. So one thing which I can you know, always say, and Rory was the same when she uh, ran a club called Webster's, they had complete control of the gym. For sure. If you're on the car, you have complete control of the engine. So if you're in a business, you have to have complete control and you've got to be proud of what you do. And uh, Rory was exactly the same. She built something pretty much exactly what I did, but we never actually knew each other. It's amazing. And she's on the same page. And we also, well, she took it to another level where she put in express lanes, which mm. we'll talk a bit about. You know, they're pre-planned exercise cards, so you don't have to customize And we've done something similar to You've that as well. You've done something similar. So I, I what, what I, I was saying, saying with you, when you walk into your gym or your health club, and you look over your, your, your life, your business, are you proud of what you see? And if there's someone in the corner, you know, getting the dumbbell and swinging it around, yeah. is that a reflection of who you are when you know that exercise is dangerous? And no one's allowed to do dangerous exercises, as I wouldn't let um, a bad thing in my engine. For sure. Or you let a bad exercise in into your vision. Totally. But because they're they're they're, they're paying you money, 
you let them get away with it. So what you're basically saying is your integrity and your values are for sale. Absolutely. Now you're going to lose your way. And, and what I was finding came in when they were doing that, mm. I would go up and approach that. Mm. But that takes a lot of time. <laughs> so, so if you can... Just don't let it in. Or if, if you can prevent it initially. Yeah, rather than cutting out cancer, just prevent it. Absolutely. Mm. And, and that's really what has happened over the last three strongs, we call strongs not weeks, and there has been a significant difference in feel in the business. For example, people are now coming. <laughs> so, you know, they have their memberships and they feel confident to come because I'll take you through our process. You take us through your, your, your process and Sorry. how you massage them to your business and you take the ideas and think, okay, how can I massage that into my business that it's going to work and I'm going to be really proud of it. Absolutely. And what you'll find is um, our process is, is very similar to what created a waiting list that well, the, the, the ultimate thing is, is, in my view, in any business, you have to, you have to control the product. You don't Absolutely. let the customer, you know, you, get, you take the customer feedback, certainly, and apply it if you wish to apply it, but you may be taking the feedback from the wrong customer, which is not a reflection of who you are. So we, we control the programs at Lifestyle by me writing all the programs. For so sure. you may not be in that position and you're not, but you, you've taken it by using the express lane yep. or the pre-planned programs. And just to quickly, the, what express lane is, is that there'll be maybe five pieces of gym equipment. Yep. And you start at one and you go through each one. You do one set of each, you record eight to 12 reps, and you always do try to do more than 12. When you do more than 12, you put the weight up. So you progression will overload. And, but it's, everyone has the same anatomy. Yeah, you know, so, that's you know, right. You, know, you have the same anatomy as me. So we basically did the same exercise, but maybe varying levels of intensity and progression. So you may have an express lane of gym equipment. And Rory did this in her club. She had two express lanes. And a guy called Joe Sorelli from uh, Gainesville, Florida, is one of the masters of this. And he, each of his express lanes had a different color card. So your yellow card, you do the yellow express lane. Oh, wow. Your blue card, you do the blue. So the beginners did the yellow. So rather than people coming and saying, oh, what's the bench break, what's the, what's the, what's the, where's the leg, yeah, yeah. you know, they are calling this exercise one, two, three, four, five, and it might be exercise chest, back, legs, but it's not bench press, lap, pull down, because people don't know that terminology, yeah. but they know what the chest is, and they know that's the expression yellow, yeah. and that's exercise one, two, three, four, five. So Rory did a machine base for beginners, which everyone can use yeah. that, beginners and advanced, and if you want a bit more challenge, you could do the express lane two, which was instead of a lap pull down, it was a chin up. Yeah. Instead of a, a bench, uh, a bench dip, or maybe a, 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 a chest, it was a, a dip. Yeah. So it was more advanced, a bit more free weight based for more the advanced. And you, that and, makes and, sense. And she did exactly the same thing with the cardio equipment because she didn't have a lot of cardio equipment with a number of her members. So there was cardio equipment available, but there was an express cardio. So it was four, four cardio, a, a bike, a stepper, a treadmill, and you spent five minutes on, on each, mm. five, five, five. That way it can maintain traffic flow and took the confusion out of programming. It just goes through the system, goes through the system. That makes sense. So that was uh, how she did and basically uh, you don't have to have someone individualizing programs. That's you, it. You do that or you do personal training. And we're probably somewhere in between. So share what you're in between. So when we have a um, new member, that gets started, the first thing they do is, um, well, like a gym checker, you call it, or startup, gym yep. startup, um, where they get two personal training sessions. Um, and that is a great induction to the club because we get a feel for the members to make sure they're going to fit our culture. Yep. And they also get a good feel for our culture to make sure they're going to fit it as well. So the, the first one, pretty much their first session, is 
finding out about them, their goals, whatever they may be, uh, followed by a full max personal training evaluation. Yeah. So the first session that we do with every client is boxing, um, push-pull legs, um, then intervals at the end, stretching and massage. Chest exercise, back exercise, leg exercise, compound base. Absolutely. Time efficient and effective. So that's the first session for every new member. And then... So one of your personal trainers takes takes in That's right. Or, or Cleo or myself. Okay. So I um, won't go into detail. You could either pay the personal trainer a, a small fee to get the opportunity to convert him to a client or yeah. the trainer may wish to do that. Uh, to get a lead to convert to a client. So sure. that's up to your model. And in our system, um, it's uh, a great opportunity for the person to convert. To, you're to you're giving them a, a, a qualified lead. Very. So qualified they're going to train with you. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's the first session. And then after that first session, the personal trainer then writes the new member their yeah. program card uh -huh. based on where they're at with what they've now got to feel for in their first session. Yeah. So for example, um, and, and it's based also on the amount of times they can roughly come to the club as strong. So it is personalised in a way. Can but we wait for those who don't know what a strong is? Strong as a week. Oh, as strong as a week, yeah. yeah. Um, it is personalised to, um, to the client um, for strength training. Yep. So that strength training program is written, the person understands it, then when they come back on their second gym startup, yeah. what now happens is the trainer, the same trainer, now takes the client through their full program card. Yeah. So every single exercise on their program card yeah. to make sure they feel comfortable with it, confident with it, and they know exactly how to do it. Yeah. Which has been the key. Because now people feel confident to come by themselves. They want to come because they know how to do it. Absolutely. Confidence builds confidence. True. And what the trainer is also able to do is set the client what is going to be happening with the trainer mm -hmm. and also what the trainer wants the client to do by themselves. Yeah. Because having one personal training session a week with a trainer in comparison to having one personal training session a week with a trainer and the trainer prescribing another three sessions a week yeah. is going to get the result a lot quicker. Of course. So, um, yeah, so that person either becomes a, a club member or a club member with personal training. And you find you was sharing with me at the moment, 80% of people right. are actually becoming a club member and personal trainer. And that's our culture. Because you've now got a system, of not only inducting them into the, the club, yep. but also into the relationship with the trainer. Absolutely. So um, let's say, for example, those first two sessions have happened, the person's mm -hmm. got started with personal training and they're a member. And then they want to come tomorrow and use their program card for the first time. Yep. So what they're going to do, they're going to walk through the... What, what, what colours are the card? They're yellow. They're, yellow? Br they're bright yellow. And that's similar to your branding them colours as well. Exactly. Yep. So um, they walk through, they turn to the right, there's this beautiful wooden cabinet, this filing cabinet. Of course cabinet. it's beautiful. On the bottom level of the cabinet is the uh, men's yep. drawer. Uh, the middle cabinet is the ladies, because obviously the ladies get on, on, on top. top. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then on the top shelf yeah. are clipboards, yeah. pens, yeah. and post-it notes. Yeah. Then on the top, that's in the, the top drawer, and then on the top of the actual um, cabinet itself, there's inboxes. Yeah. And each trainer has an inbox. Okay. So what happens is, let's say I'm male, I go in, I'll go to the bottom cabinet, I'll grab my card. I have a card, by the way. Of course. So every you, time you, I you train... You practice what you, you preach. Absolutely. Enzo does drive his own Ferrari. He does. So yeah. when I have my strength training session every strong, and on a magical day Monday, I go in, I grab my G card, I get my clipboard, get my pen, go around, do my program. And on a personal level, I've only been tracking my strength training since we've had this program 
card system. And I guarantee your strength is going up. For sure, because, because I want to be the every strong you know, every week. What what is not message does not change. True. Well, this message does change. And, and, and you see everyone now, okay, I'm gonna do better than this you know, next time or I've got to beat this from last time. Yeah. So it's quite cool. So then you go around with your program card, you write out your um, weight and sets and reps and all the rest of it. And then if you have a trainer, so let's say for example my trainer is Jake. Yep. He, which it is, uh, Jake or Martin at Olympia. So I'll finish with my program card, mm -hmm. but I won't file it back in the G folder. Because G, different to lifestyle, and probably you, G doesn't have full-time gym instructors no. there to service the members. There's no one paid a salary yeah. or a wage. So basically the members get serviced by the trainers. That's right. And you talk about the other model of someone's just a club member. Yeah. And when they, when they come train by themselves, Jack may not be there. Yeah. So they take their card when they finish it, they record it all. That's right. And they put it in Jake's in file. Jake's file, yes. That's right. But if they don't have a trainer, mm. there is actually an in file for club members. Like, of course. So um, let's say for me, I have Jake, so I put my file in for Jake. So throughout the day, as many people have come in and trained, they've got their program cards from the file, they've filled it out. So they're all in the intros now. And they're in the intros. Throughout the day, our trainers make an effort to go to those intros, yep. have a look at what people have done, their clients and other people's clients, mm -hmm. and on post-it notes, they write specific wow. compliments. Or Acknowledgement. Absolutely. Compliments. Definitely. So. At the end of every day, we get those intros. It's each trainer's responsibility to empty their, their own intray. Their intray into their into their file, um, and so right enough, they refile it back in the camera. And they refile it. So in, when G comes back in next time, he gets up and Jake's little person. Hey, G. Jake and maybe four other trainers. Four other trainers, so you can actually share the love. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And they grab them, and people are just blown away. Wow. From these specific. Yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. One, one of our, our students was a member of a club, I won't mention the name, and he said, I've been trained there for nine, nine months and not, never once has a, a, um, a staff member ever even acknowledged me. Mm -hmm. sort of like, it's interesting, isn't it? I go in there, they just ignore me. And the, the number one bit of feedback, which we call feed forward, that we've got, because a lot of our new members have come from local gyms. So that hasn't cost you anything, because the trainers are doing that. Yeah. Obviously, to, if, if the trainers are... Um, Jake has to look after his own, That's own right. clients, otherwise he'll lose them. That's right. So you're not paying any money for gym supervision, you're not paying money for, for gym instructors. All you're doing is putting in a system for personal trainers to become better personal trainers. That's right. And look after the members, or the club members, by giving them a systemized form of feedback. So if I work out that week, I will always get a post-it note and a message and some form of feedback. Absolutely. So I don't have to even pay Jake to give me a copy. And I can train by myself, put in his train, Jake will look at my card, and evaluate. He may say, you know, hey, you, this is all, or time to do a evaluation. For or, sure. Or it just might be a. a and compliment. how that works came in, mm. because I also got this idea from you as well, that you said that you would write it in your diary to reevaluate everyone yeah. in six strongs or six weeks. So I don't trust myself with that. No. Nah. Um, putting it in my diary yeah. and doing that. So well, We didn't have technology back in that days. Exactly. So what we. Like, I almost with protected ourselves from ourselves yeah. and what we have is we only have six spaces for your program so week one week two week three week four week five week six so when you get up to week six you yeah. can't go any further in your you program book in. correct so when, when, when the customer gets up to six sessions they yeah. have to go back and rebook in for another revelation. and what happens then when they rebook in every single club member after they finished six weeks of their program get measurements. Yep. So they have a check-in and they get measurements to see how they've progressed. 
they get a personal. And the train does that again? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if they've got a personal trainer, they can have measurements up to every week if they want it. Yeah. Um, but minimum six weeks, unless you don't. A bit like obsessive, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, unless you don't want measurements, and then every day I should measure my hair. Yeah. Today. <laughs> hair no, today. We have some members that don't want measurements. It's true. But that's okay because they in clothes and other yeah, things. Fitness, maintenance. So true. But every club member has the option that once every six weeks they can get measurements. Mm. Um, they also um, get a new program yep. based on their progressions and new things that they want to try yep. and uh, also get taken through another session because they have to to make sure they understand the new program. So when, when people uh, finish their program card and, and, they, and they don't have a personal trainer, yep. so the trainer gives them the card, they go and do it, let's do six sessions, yep, yep. six weeks they can reevaluate, they put it into the club. club. So who, who, who does that? Cause, the club oh, file? Yeah. yeah, so obviously Jake will probably do Jake's. And, yeah. Yeah, there's a very rarely where they go and do everything else because people do what's just enough. That's right. You know? so, so after the six weeks, who does that? Session? No, at the end of the end of the um, end of the day. Oh, clear or not? So you you sit down at the end of the day. If if there's cards still in the in files, you sit down, bring them all out, and you may find Jake's not doing it, which yeah. I'm sure Jake is. Yeah, yeah. So Jake has been doing this, and then you can have a chat to Jake because yeah. you're you're doing the feedback for Jake for sure. So that's a great way to identify whether your trainers are actually work, doing the job because, yeah, Jake will say, yeah, I, 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 I give feed my customers feedback all the time and maybe that's not the truth. Yeah. But this is a system that if Jake isn't, you find that his info is building up and not getting emptied out. So you empty out what's... At the end of every day. Every day. So you empty out the clubs, yeah. which is don't have a trainer, so they always get feedback from you or Cleo, which is just... Yeah, that's like getting feedback from God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and on that same token, if mm. we forget to do it, the trainers keep us responsible. So, hey, you haven't been emptying out what's going on. Everyone is, I guess the, the beautiful thing about um, this whole whole system that we've already chatted about is, yes, you look at the apps thing. But the yeah. thing is, when you look at people on their phone, you don't know whether they're actually on their card. Or their Facebook. Or their Facebook. <laughs> so, yes, but if you look at it and everyone's got a card, and it's all in the files, it's, it's, it's tangible, it's old school, we'll talk more about that, um, but it's what we call transparent. Mm. You can see if people are using the card. Absolutely. You can see if they're doing the program, you can see if your trainer's actually giving feedback, you can see if they're not doing their job because sure. the, it builds up. And let's, ha let's ask the question, why? Why is it so important to have a program? Well, based on our experience and our um, goal, which is to help our clients get their result as quickly as possible, mm. that's what's on that card. Well, so. of course, I mean, that's what clients are paying exactly. for. Exactly. You know, if you want to make a business successful, you have a business plan. That's if right. If you want to change your body, you need an exercise plan. plan. And I think if people had a marriage or a marriage plan, more marriages will. Agree. Because they just, you know, it's the old saying is, you know, you know we, we, we planned the wedding. It was a blast. It was fantastic. The marriage, it was a disaster. We didn't plan that. So if they, if, <laughs> if they put as much effort in planning their marriage and they did planning their wedding, because people don't plan, they get out there and all of a sudden we're married and love will take care of it all. That's no, right. no, it doesn't, because the plan keeps you, lets you know when you're on track, off track, gives you guidance, gives you accountability. So it's quite amazing in this day and age that you know, the old program cards seem to be a thing of the past. Um, and we find they're our biggest asset. Well, since you've been training, what's happened to your results? Oh, they've gone up. With, 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 a, with a card. And Jake would share that with you. Any elite, <laughs> any, any elite athlete will have a training plan leading up to the Olympics. You know, it's not why well, I just get in there and train and see what well, happens. I, I ask you, a month ago, what do you do on bench press? 
what you do on leg yeah. press, what you do on your, in your, on your dumbbell row. Do you know those numbers? Mm. Well, if you do, you're better than me. And how much have they gone up in the last month? I didn't know those answers. You just move here and they're just doing what you've always done. Unless you've got a photographic memory. So you know? I guess that the point being is this, this system and how you massage it into your own business is now transparent. Yeah. You can see everything. And you, know, you may choose apps or whatever it might be. But yeah, today's just an idea session of looking at some different models. And, and I guess uh, from my, my, my view, my eyesight is getting worse with my age. From my view, um, most gyms just don't have a model. They don't. They, they, they build an infrastructure, they throw a bunch of personal trainers on there with no guidance, they all, all come from different churches or different religions, yeah. they're all doing their own thing and, and it's, just, it's just like a big, it's a big um, food court of mess. And, and from being a new, for use of the words, gym owner, mm. I can see how that could happen. Oh yeah. Because so much focus goes into building um, a successful business which is increasing memberships yeah. that it's easy to get complacent on what is your DNA, what is your skeleton, what is your structure, you know, but really... What, well, when you get a member, what are you going to do with them? And, and, and how are you going to keep them for life? Me being a part of Max for so long is another big part that was alarm bells. Mm -hmm. Because when somebody is accepted into Max, okay, they're going to do the executive training program. So the structure is flawless. It's all business. It's so structured, yeah. you know. So I know when somebody's doing that program, it's like, okay, great. Well, that's going to be looked after. Yeah. Because there's a great structure and produces great results. System. Fantastic system. So, yeah. And look, one last thing I'll oh. share. Do you share? So on that program card, that the, the three quarters of that looks after the strength training. Yep. Then down the bottom, there's a place to put down. Oh, this is gold. Card numbers. Now, the, now the strength training is being taken care of. As we know, a quick way to burn body fat fast is cardiovascular activity. So you got the strength exercise you maintain, and down the bottom you have a cardio. You don't call it cardio sessions. No, we call it fat burning sessions. Fat burning because people aren't there to get cardio. So what's your goal? Oh, to get cardio. No. To, no. To, to lose burn, fat. To lose fat. Isn't that interesting? So maybe name your programs after the, the words that your client uses. No one in our club uses the word cardio. Mm. It's like, you just don't use that so word. So tell me about, so they do their strength, they, they do that, and then they want to do cardio. So tell me about the numbers. So, so let's say, for example, you're training in Olympia six times as strong. So one of those days you do your full body strength training, and then another five you want to come and do fat burning, yep. for example. Yep. Then what you can do, instead of building uh, fat burning or cardio exercises for yourself, like I'm going to do the treadmill, I'm going to do this. All you do is you grab a card. Yep. There's a hundred cards. Yep. Eat, there's 25 level, 25 level ones, 25 level twos, etc., etc. So that's a cardio plan that you've set out. We've structured all of them, a hundred of so them. So give me an example, what would be one, what would be on Okay, one? so for example, a level one yep. would be three minutes warm up on the treadmill on level, say, 10, yep. for example and then um, five minutes worth of 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off intervals yep. at 80% of your um, maximum work rate. Yep. So that goes for five minutes, yep. and then you go on the rower, yep. and you do a 500 meter row, yep. and then you go and do um, 20 burpees, yep. and then you do 20 jump squats, yep. and you repeat that again. So that, that would be card one. So each card has a different set of exercises, That's right. intensity levels, and they, they go up in difficulty and intensity. Level four is the most difficult. So when, when they do that... And they that, all have different colors. All different colors. And then when they do that, they put it in the training card. I did card number three. I did card number three, and it took me 40 minutes. So the time will, will determine how, how, how you're getting fitter. That's right. So now what you've done is you haven't just systemized the strength training program, you've systemized all the cardio 
pre-prancardia right. workouts because they hop, people hop on a treadmill and go, well, now what? And, I and just run. also, people are time poor. Yeah. So if you only have time to do 20 minutes, yeah. you'll only get through it once, okay. which is fine. Brilliant. But if you have time for 40 minutes, you might get it through it two, three times if so you're cater, super So cater for your lowest common denominator and then build from there. Definitely. Intensity or volume. And what's kind of cool, because these were only implemented in the last week, yeah. in the last strong. So what's <laughs> This is fresh off the block. So what's kind of cool is we have 100 and we have some very determined members that want to get up to the top level. They want to hit all 100. They want to do all 100. Yeah. So what we have given Who's made, the first member to do all 100? That's going to be interesting. Yes. You know, I've got a few people in mind, but we'll see. But we have, we're getting a plaque put on the wall, mm. the 100 club plaque. Wow. So for whoever gets all 100 workouts complete, then they will they get a trophy? Yeah, absolutely. They do now, don't they? Exactly. Yeah. Not not before 20 seconds ago, but now they'll yeah, get a trophy see? as well. Because when, when we share ideas <laughs> with people who constantly think of ideas, like we just had an idea, you just plaque, you what I just did. I mean, and they give trophy. you a trophy. Of because course they'll get a trophy. If, if you give, give, give one of your members a trophy of, of achievement, it doesn't have to, you know, it just could be doing the sessions. Yeah. So. Hey, look at this, I've run, uh, we've run marathons together. We have. And what do we have to remember the marathon? Our medal. We have a little medal. Where's your medal? It's up my... Yeah, you keep uh, your medal. Now, we think, wow, that's special. I'm the only one who got a medal, but the 10,000 other people who ran the marathon and the other million people around the world, world who ran a marathon, yeah. but I got a medal. Exactly. One of the, uh, look at the five love languages, and we won't go into that today, uh, but one of those uh, five love languages is acknowledgement. I'm certain that's the first one. And the first one is acknowledgement. And then if you can make that acknowledgement tangible, you know, there's no saying, people do nothing for money but, but put their lives down for medals. Yeah. You know, I was walking down Queen Street the other day and there's a, uh, someone in the military, and it's around Anzac Day, which is the other day, yeah. and he's got all the medals down, he's proudly wearing all these medals. And I went, wow, you know, straight away I saw that, I had instant respect. It's impressive. Because he looked magnificent in his uniform, but he had these medals. Yeah. So now you Don't know what they mean. No, but <laughs> they mean something of exactly. Um, and people want to feel significant. So G just shared he had a plaque, and I said they have a. And he says, of course, of course. Well, they do now. So when G goes home, he's going to be uh, looking at maybe medals or little trophies. Oh, I think a little trophy with Olympia on it. Hundred club. Because when they go home, they're going to put that on their living room table or their shelf. And Facebook. And Facebook. They'll play, and you're going to Facebook it too. Well, you got so it. Facebook band, good marketing. They deserve the acknowledgement. Good growth. And people can say, hey, what's the the trophy for? So oh, I'm in the hundred club. Where is that? Oh, you, at Olympia. What's Olympia? Oh, you've got to hear about Olympia. So this, if you do all this stuff, people are going to be, become evangelists and they're going to be screaming from the, from the heights of every mountain. Absolutely. So just to finish off, you know, just to finish off, just we'll finish off the little story about the lady who said about the old school. Oh yeah, we had um, a, a lady come into the club and I talked her through the new system and um, with the program cards and what's happening and also with the music because at that particular time there was Michael Jackson playing and she said, oh wow, well, finally music, yeah. somewhere with good music yeah. was her comment. And, um, she was in the 50s, wasn't she? Around she was. She that music. Mid-50s. Mm. And, and she was looking around and people were talking to each other. <laughs> and, and what I did... Not those little things out there is. I started at one end of the club. I said, Sandra, this is what makes Olympia a little bit different. And, I, and there was probably about 15 people in the club and I started at one end and said, Damo, yeah. Eloise, la, 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 oh. went through Adrian, did every single name of everyone that was in the club. And she was like, wow. And then I showed her the program cards and she said, you know what, G, if I was to sum this up in one word or two words, it would be, this is old school. Mm. So this is old school. This is how it used to be done back in the day when people cared. Yes, you know, when people talked to each when other. When people talked to each other. 
she said, you know, I'll be part of something old school. Talk to each other rather than Facebook each other. So, may more of us be old school, I reckon. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. Thanks, K-Man. And I'm sure this is just the start. There's going to be new, new systems. Uh, I certainly hope you've, uh, you know, look at how do you want, just to finish off, this is, what does your business stand for? What do you want to build? And is it a reflection of the, the very reason why you came to this magnificent profession is to help people? Yeah. You know, and you know, you first thing you have to help people, and then you get the financial rewards later. So, what am I building? How's it helping people? And how can I keep helping them? Absolutely. In, in a systemized manner, so I can serve my values, your vision, your purpose as well as creating profit. Totally. Here's to help more people. Let's go for it. Thanks, Cameron. Let's go and buy some trophies. Yeah. <laughs>